Welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the weekly podcast where we try to bury the lead within a quippy intro, but this week it's not necessary. My name's Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we're pretty hyped today. Yeah, today is a great day. We're super excited about this episode. And who do we have on today, Caroline? We have Angela and Alana from the, I don't know, would you call it world famous? I don't know. What kind of uh, fame? Sure. I would say sure. Notorious uh, celebrity blog exposing SMG. If you've been a listener for a while, you've heard us talk about them multiple times because we acted like we were best friends with them, but now we actually are. Right. As we tend to do with anyone who we talk about and then tend to think about everyone that we interview with, but it is so far always been true. <laughs> That's right. And, um, I will say before we finished recording, we already asked them to come back on a future episode. So Angela and Alana, now you have it. Like you, you're obligated to us. To right, exactly. In, in exactly. perpetuity, we are friends. In perpetuity, um, we are in this. <laughs> Here's this the thing about Angela and Alana. I'm sure you'll pick up, pick it up when you listen. They are a much cooler and probably much younger than us. And I tried to flex. yourself. I'm extremely young. <laughs> I tried to flex with some uh, jargon of the youths like Stan. Uh, I don't know how it landed, but I felt really good about it. I think it went fine. I think it went fine. Um, I think that they're super cool. I think this is a cool episode. Um, we had a lot of, uh, well, I had a lot of entertainment stuff to talk about. Um, but this, we ended up like not being able to get enough of them. Our episode is kind of long, so we won't do a long intro here. We'll save that for next time. Um, but stay tuned, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And of course, because the pop culture gods never smile upon us while we were recording, um, during our recording, it was announced that Scooter Braun has sold Taylor Swift's masters, um, which as you know, that was a huge deal when he purchased them. Now he has sold them, but not to her. Um, so, never. You, so by Wednesday, you may be wondering why we're not talking about it. It's because we didn't know about it five hours right. ago. So exactly. anyway, I'm sure we'll talk about it another time. Yes, for sure. Um, but until then, um, thank you for tuning in. This is exciting because it's the voice reveal for Angela and Alana. They've been, uh, blogging for, I want to say eight years. Isn't that, I think they said their rabid Twitter fans told us seven or eight. I don't know. It's impressive. I think they started around 2013. Uh, we'll have to ask them the next time they're on, but they have never done any voice work. So super excited to be where they debut their voice work and um, hope you like the episode. We loved it. (laughs) We got a lot of hot, hot goss. Yeah. And if you are just tuning in to us for the first time, we release weekly episodes on Wednesday. Sometimes we talk pop culture. Sometimes we talk, talk things a little bit more serious. Um, But we always have a really good time and we hope that you will stick around and listen to some old episodes or subscribe to hear new ones. Yep. So without further ado, we'll take a little breather and then be back with Angela and Alana. Uh, Okay, we are back. And oh my gosh, if you thought I've been lip sweaty before now... (laughs) <laughs> you have nothing compared to this. We have the our guests on that I've been hyping internally and externally. Um, the girls from Exposing SMG, Alana and Angela are here, and I frankly can't believe it. Hi. Hi, guys. Um, this is Angela speaking. I'm so happy uh, to be on the podcast. And hey, guys, I'm Alana. 
Um, we're super excited you guys are here. Are you? So you guys are sisters. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to take? Is that? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Break in any time. Okay. We're very casual. <laughs> are you twins or sis? Regular sisters. Just like, sisters. Sisters. <laughs> you like uncool sisters or like really cool sisters? Really cool sisters. Know. Based on what people say about us. <laughs> Wow, that's good. That's Olsen level. Um, we're sisters. Yes. Um, it's Angela speaking right now. I don't know if people can uh, differentiate our voices, but I'm older by um, I'm older by one year. Okay, well, and people probably know about you from, if not our podcast, we were just before we started recording, letting you know everyone that we have shared the blog with, which personally, it's like we are our own COVID super <laughs> spreader event because we're like, <laughs> have you checked out this blog? Um Exposing SMG, which we, I thought personally for a long time was exposing Selena Marie Gomez, but it's not that, right? That we both, I was, I was, I'm like, okay, that must be what that means. (laughs) Yeah. We, um, start, when we started the blog, it was just kind of like Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber as our main topics. Um, which is all you need. Honestly, I mean, those two are mess completely (laughs) way too interesting to talk about anything else. Um, but as like time went on, we've talked about everybody. Even the beginning of the blog, we talked about Miley Cyrus and Demi Lovato. And I feel like people didn't expect us to talk about other people. I mean, other celebrities outside of that bubble. Right. So when we started branching out, we were like, you know, let's differentiate the name. Make sure like everyone understands what it stands for. And it just like not one group of Hollywood. It's like everything kind of. Got it. Got it. Well, so here's what happened to me. So I discovered you guys um, through my sister, who is younger and hotter and cooler, um, (laughs) as tends to be the case. Um, And she, I can't remember what, maybe we were talking about Inti Lawyer, Crazy Days and Nights. I can't remember what we were waiting to be revealed, but somehow she was like, you have to, you have to read this blog. So like, one whole work week, that's all I did. But I made sure that my face looked like I was really stressed out while I was reading it. And because of the way you guys build your blog posts, it was like, it's like, um, oh my gosh, what is that Leonardo DiCaprio movie with all of the levels of dreams? Inception. It was like Inception where it would be like, if you don't know what we're talking about, click this post. And then within that one, it would be like, for our very first expose on click this. And so I would have like 14 tabs open and I would be like, yes, I am reading every single one of those. <laughs> that, I've always wondered, I've yeah. actually always wondered um, if anyone actually does click on what we say, because I'm just like, I'd be linking like 30 uh, posts in one, one post. <laughs> well, go yeah, check your analytics. I, I will tell you what, my, yes. <laughs> what mine is because yes, I went. I'm, in- I'm always so grateful for that. Cause I'm like, like I'll start, like kind of at the end or something and you're like this is part three and i'm like oh no and then it's so easily linked i'm like this is perfect writing i need this ease of being able to like find the beginning of the story in the middle and all the other details um well i was your writing also always cracks me up like all just it's so i don't know there's something about it i'm like I, I'm always telling Karen, I'm like, this line is so funny. <laughs> like, yes. I, don't know, I love it. So how do y'all divide and conquer? I want to talk about celebrity stuff in a minute because we did get a lot of questions, but I do want to know like the tools of it. So yes, you guys too. split who does the writing. Does one of you handle more of fact checking versus the other? Like, how does that break yeah, down? That's okay. a good question. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so I basically... When we get out of our little circle of the celebrities that we usually talk about, because we've covered like bigger topics like Meghan Markle or uh, what's his name, Prince Harry and Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
Oh, <laughs> yes, you have. Yes, we we were <laughs> diving into that one for sure. So, yes. <laughs> um, it really depends on the celebrity topic. So in our like main circle of celebrities, which is like, you know, Selena, uh, Taylor, Miley, Ariana, Demi, all of them, Alana and I will just kind of like split the work. It's like, do you want to handle Ariana Grande as a person or should I do that? Or do you want to do Taylor Swift? Like, how do you think you can describe it better? And yeah and then when we get messages from our source that's kind of where we sit there and we're like okay do you want to cover the ace family because i remember alana wrote the ace family post both of them we have part one and part two Mm -hmm. and i think i was covering something else and i was like listen here's the messages you read them because sometimes we get a lot and it's overwhelming and you forget everything yeah (laughs) so i'm just like here there's the messages go on go online see them screenshot them and you write the post however you want the fact that you guys bring receipts for everything, I'm like, yes, this oh, yeah, is yeah. so good. Exactly. There's like zero questions. I'm like, it's yeah. all right And then there. people will actually read them. And then when we block out certain things, they'll be like, well, are you going to talk about this next? And I'll be like, if I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how do you, I would never ask you to reveal a source, but how do you vet your sources? Like, do they hear about you and you guys go to them? Or, I mean, I'm sure that people just kind of know you as a trusted entity now. Um, so how do you vet how legit they are? So, you want to say that? Yeah. Um, okay. say yeah. So, um, it, like in the beginning, they would come to us um, because they mm-hmm. would see like what we're saying and they'll be like, oh, yeah, this story is true. Like I know a friend who told me the same exact thing. So I'm going to tell you a story that I also know. Usually they'll provide the in um, the proof or the evidence that they say who they are without us even asking. Like it'll be in one whole and then before we can start a conversation they're already putting in that introductory email like oh this is who i am and like here's proof and all that so um i don't really um we don't really go to talk to people they mostly just come to us through email ig dms sometimes they'll come in our um, comments on posts and stuff twitter like that your comment boxes are like the wild, wild west. Again, I spend so much time reading and I'm like, let me go check out the comments. And then I'm like, this is a black hole. I have so much respect for you guys. And you know what I feel like? I feel like Alana and I, we just have like hundreds of kids we have to tame in the comments. <laughs> the girls are gonna see this and like and we and i always tell people i was like i always tell our readers you know try to put a name like i'll memorize your names and like i'll come back and i'll be like hey i've spoken to you in the last post so (laughs) have you calmed down from your last tantrum because now (laughs) sometimes the comments are out of hand and we i mean it's shocking but we get so much like i still can't believe it to the point where sometimes we can't see all the comments and then they yell at us and they're like you haven't handled the comment section the people are insulting everyone here and i'm like i'm so sorry and i'm like oh there's 1200 comments i can't see yours <laughs> or the box, that one's insane right. yeah. it's it must be like so meta because you guys have become like had your own stands and your own followers even though like your job is covering everyone else's followers that must feel kind of surreal yeah so even hearing you guys talk about it i'm still like really (laughs) yeah we're never like oh we never think we're like this you know high up standard to the point where when we talk on like twitter we have a lot of followers on twitter and um everyone's like oh my god i can't believe you reply back to me and i'm like yeah i don't i would love talking to all of our readers i feel like this special connection and now i finally understand what like celebrities talk about when they talk about not to say fans but i look at everybody as my friends kind of Right, uh, right, right. Thank you. We do too. You are here too for our best friend. <laughs> right, we honestly, accept. You guys are special. I was, I, I think I was talking to Caroline on Instagram, and I was like, "This is Alana and I's first voice reveal. Like for seven years, we've never spoken to anybody like this." 
Oh my nuts. We are very (laughs) excited about that. Listen, it does not take much for me to feel extra special in your life. So this is really like just adding adding a cherry to the top. Is that not true, Hannah? I'm like, if you make eye contact with me, you must adore me. So now, like we had this on recording, I'm done. (laughs) I've definitely made friends here. I'm happy that you guys asked, reached out. I'm I'm super happy that we weren't too nervous to do the podcast and we actually went through with it. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's awesome. Well, I'm very happy about that too. <laughs> Hannah, do you want to dive in with either like some Hollywood like overview questions or like specific celebrities? I mean, we've been we have been covering a lot on our own. Yes. I um okay, I want to ask an intro question. It and it's kind of double has two parts. So first of all, what what inspired you to start your site and then also how did you do like do you just happen to know a lot of people or even like know like maybe two or three people and like that starts you out on getting good information like so I guess this how'd you how'd this all start okay. is my question so that's a good question <laughs> so a lot of have we've always been fans of pop culture news it's something that you know either you grow up loving celebrities or you just don't give a crap so for us yeah. That's so true. for us, like since 2010, we've been on Twitter. So um, it just started suddenly. Like I never planned for it to be like this. And I was just like, hey, Lana, I made a website. And it was first like um, if we have our, any OG readers listening to this. They know that we used to be on exposing smg.webs.com before. Yeah, oh, it was nice. this weird little website. And when it caused so much traction, it crashed. I was like, what the hell is going on? And it was just this website where I was just talking about things, just giving my opinion on things. At this point, we didn't even have a source because the source information we'll get into in a little bit. We were just kind of commentating on everything. And um, yeah, so we we just decided to continue the platform because people were just super interested in it. And I just made a Tumblr one day and I was like, hey, Alana, we have a Tumblr. It's called exposingwithyou.tumblr.com. <laughs> and here we are. I'm blogging about this. I'm blogging about Jelena's latest a- antics. <laughs> Because um, the website <laughs> kept crashing and then everybody that was on it was like, oh, you can, you know, you can try Tumblr because mm-hmm. this is still 2013 and Tumblr was like this huge platform. <laughs> we said, I mean, all yes. right. so that's how we got onto Tumblr because our other website kept crashing. We have beef with Tumblr now, though, if you're asking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I see sometimes stuff is like linked back to Tumblr or you'll, um, you know, mention it. And I'm like, I used to have a Tumblr, too, but I don't even know a login now. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so yeah, that's how we started it. It just started just to talk about just what's pop culture, like what's hot right now in pop culture. Even like Miley Cyrus used to cover her a lot too. And um, we've always been fans of like charts, sales and marketing. And we covered Jelena a lot because mm-hmm. they were kind of, I look at them as a couple that really introduced Alana and I to the business side of Hollywood. That was the couple that was kind of like, yep. what do you say? Like the first experiment, if you want, if you will. <laughs> And yeah, that's how we learned about like um, business and all of that. And because we blew up talking about uh, Justin and Selena, that's how we were contacted by people. So that's kind of how the the timeline goes. Interesting. Got it. Got it. I thought I'm like, they must have like family. Like I thought there was like a connection. Like I'm really impressed that you guys were like, this is super interesting. We're going to dig in and people are like. Okay, yeah, yeah let's and talk about it. just being in New York, you get to meet a lot of people. So even when we're not expecting it, um, we'll have a lot of friends who know of celebrities and stuff. So they'll just be telling stories. Okay. Um, but definitely, we do have a lot of sources, mainly in California. Yeah. 
but, but when we started okay. meeting people, this is like years into the blog because we started the blog pretty young. Um, and if you look back and read my writing, you're probably like, yeah, this sounds like a teenager. <laughs> 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 this is like angsty. Yeah, angsty, that's, funny. that's the way to describe it. I even tell uh, some of my readers, I was like, I link them to a post from like 2013, 2014. I'm like, disclaimer, beware of the way I used to write. I'm now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then, so we started, in, I think it was early high school, I think so. So as we got in older um, and we went to college and all of that, and we went to college in the city. Well, we live in New York. So, um, we met like okay. it was like I said everything that we've done with the website is everything has been like uh, not planned <laughs> so we would just meet someone like I was partying yesterday with this and I was like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> so and I even one time tweeted like oh I'm going to an event and um it's like a lot of people are going to be there and it's never like the way this thing works which I would have realized with celebrities is that you won't exactly like run into like I won't run into Justin at an event in New York but I'll run into somebody who knows Justin uh-huh. <laughs> like it's that Right. Yeah, okay. Like yeah, six degrees. Always of background people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel sense. like that's who you have to like. If if I were a celebrity, I would trust none of my background people because those are the people oh, looking yeah. to sell you out. <laughs> those are like I'd have to be so nice to everyone who seems random to me. Um. Okay. So speaking of Justin. Okay. So I was just telling my husband last night. <laughs> um. We have been rewatching. Um. Hannah, I don't know if you've watched it the zach galifianakis uh funnier die between two ferns series i've seen the funny clip i've seen some funny clips <laughs> okay so we um had been watching a bunch of them and we watched justin bieber's and based on i was like listen here's what i know about the time in his life when he filmed this because it was like 2014 2015 for him and i'm pretty sure correct me if i'm wrong that was like a dark justin period of his life because Zach talks about he had just peed into a bucket. He'd, um, did he get what it happened? He, like, there was a series of like seemingly minor things where he like peed in public. He was speeding down the highway, like some different things like that. And I'm like, well, he was on heavy drugs. And there's a YouTube video of him buying crack with Selena. And he was like, oh, what? And I'm like, hang, hang on. And walked my <laughs> husband through it all. So now you have like, my husband who's down the rabbit hole of your blog. Um, so Justin is really interesting to me and we've been talking about him a lot right now because of the, um, pastor Carl Lentz scandal that is unfolding right now. And we are into yeah. it. Um, Justin, yeah, he went through a really deep, uh, dark phase in 2013, 2014. And this is the first year where he really speaks up about it. He's addressed it in the past. Kind of just like, I've, I've lost myself. I found God. But this is the first year, like, in his docu-series. And I didn't listen to the interview, but I've seen clips of it. Someone told me to listen to it. I just never found the time. But I don't know what he reveals in that. But um, this is, like, the first year where he really delves deep into what he went through. Well, I will tell you, it's really short. And one thing, I had totally forgotten that that was around the time that he had visited the Anne Frank house (laughs) and signed in the Anne Frank guest book. Like, I believe that... Anne would have been a believer. And I was, oh, I remember that. Yeah. Wow. And so Zach Galifianakis is like, okay, walk me through how to understand this. Do you believe <laughs> if you if you were a World War II Jewish pop sensation, Anne Frank would love you? Or do you believe if Anne Frank time traveled here and weren't locked in a house hiding from the Nazis, she would be a fan? And he was like, I don't know. Like, he was so confused. <laughs> that, that's... Justin first said that, I was like, it must be his four brain cells speaking. Like, <laughs> working together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shorty now. I was dying. Yeah. Um, I think he meant that because she was, she also was a big fan of pop culture. So I guess he 
like mushed two timelines together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, sure, this sounds like it would be fine. <laughs> right. This checks out. But has it changed? Like, before we get into uh, the current events with Hillsong and all that, because you guys have written about them before, too, and before all this, and I was, like, <laughs> devouring that piece, too, those pieces. Um, but has it changed? Like, has the stream of information changed during COVID? Like, you're not, I assume, um, I haven't been to New York in a while, obviously, but I assume you're not able to be, like, out and about at, like, parties and yeah. stuff as much. Um, the thing is, talk about our main source. Oh, so our main source... Wait, talk about her health. Because um, there is, for one, I feel like um, we sometimes give off the impression that we get information from a lot of like people, but there has actually been mm-hmm. one consistent, well, a couple, but this one main source has been consistent since, I think, 2013. They date back from 2013, yeah. yeah. Since the start. Wow. And wow. the one person that we really like, if we get information from a new source, and even if they provide like their identity, we always say that sources could lie. They could be a real source, but they lie, whether that's other media to blind sites. You have to be aware of the information. So we always uh, double check. Right. I would lie. I would lie all the time. If I ever send you anything that sounds good, just know I am probably lying. But I just want to be public. So we double check with her like, hey, you know anything about this? And more times than not, then she will. And a lot of times we like don't reveal information because we feel like we have this responsibility. And I'm always like really scared to like lose anyone's trust. Even though there's a lot of, you know, uh, right. a lot of people that don't think that what we're saying is the truth, which is fine. Everyone's entitled to their own beliefs. Um, but for me personally, like ethically, I guess, morally, I wouldn't feel comfortable revealing anything that's not true. And having people, you right. see how people on Twitter are or like on social media in general, they will take one thing and they will run with it. And like either spew hate, yes. love. You have to totally. be careful of where you're sending that information to. So we double check with our one source, yeah. which is one person we've been in contact with throughout quarantine. Um, not yeah, we really didn't get information throughout quarantine, and a lot of people would ask, like, "What's up? What's up with Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik?" And I'm like, "Girl, I don't know. <laughs> they haven't been out. I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now, we don't have a source within their circle. Like everyone's at home. Yeah, so it's not like they're going to meet each other right, at parties, right. and word is going to spread around. Like everybody's at their own place, so information was a little bit slower to get." Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Well, um, is there some, so as far as ethics go, like, do you have topics that you have decided you will not broach or are you just like, if you're putting it out there, like, is there a limit or are you just like, what's uh, interesting yeah, goes There up? is definitely a limit to how far you can expose the industry. Um, usually when you're talking, mm-hmm. like we kind of um, started talking about something called dark Hollywood, which is some like, it's, I have a yeah. question about <laughs> okay. that. So, this is great. so it's uh, it's kind of just like this name that we gave to talk about all the stuff that happens in Hollywood that nobody really thinks of because it's so inhumane. But if we're ever going to talk about that, there's no names that can be given and no specific details or or like something that can connect it to a person. So we'll be very general if okay. we know a story, but we cannot say who who told us, who's involved, what what does it fall under, like what kind of company. So we'll have to be very broad. And then there's some stuff that we were talking about MK Ultra a few years ago. And the source of mine that's been with us for a long time was kind of just like, oh, what are you going to say exactly? Because you can't um, con- you can't just like go into detail with that. Like, so we sent her the draft of our post and she was like, yeah, you really can't Scrap post that. that. <laughs> she said, 
she was like and oh, this wow. person never tells us like wow. what to post and what to not post they just kind of tell us the information and go and if it's something i can't talk about they'll just be like oh by the way like keep this between us but for this mk ultra post they were like yeah no don't post that um yeah that's wow. in terms of dark hollywood in terms of like other things yeah yeah you want to say something oh go ahead no, you um, go in terms of like ethically speaking um for example like we've done the mistake early on in the years of just outing people in terms of sexuality and i always i always apologize oh, okay. for it because i like i said i was very young starting out the blog and i even make a joke about it um in all my posts i'm like i took a new code of morality because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i do see that all the time and, um, you super like you're so sick and twisted for that and i'm like you know you're right um and but it's just like this is what happens when you give in so much information to somebody that does not know the value of it at the time. So yeah. nowadays, like people will be like, "Come mm. on, just let us bring back the old DSMG like from 2013." And I'm like, um, "Give us a hint." Is yeah. this person gay? I'm like, I really can't. I don't think that's oh, you wow. know right to talk about now. Now that I'm older and I'm actually reading what I'm writing, right, you right, know? right. So that's something we've definitely stopped years ago. I feel like um, you know people love it, people hate it, but you can't please everybody at the end of the mm-hmm. day. That's really fair and a really good way of looking back and saying like, all right, well, that was a mistake. We didn't know it at the time. Like, uh, I, I respect that a lot. Yeah. So I was counting down. Well, there have been so many that I've counted down to, but the dark Hollywood post in particular is one. Um, because I, in previous episodes, my listeners know that I fell down a real QAnon rabbit hole, um, this quarantine and looking at QAnon and Wayfair and all of the stuff where I was like, I don't know what to believe. And then <laughs> around the time, oh, just around that time, you guys dropped your dark Hollywood post. And I'm like, I know they will tell me the truth. But then when you started saying like, we can't, we're talking about too much. Like we want to stay safe. I was like, oh my gosh, this is bigger than anybody knows. And I felt so validated and vindicated for everything I believe, Hannah. Well, some of that is invalid. <clears throat> Most of the QAnon I've heard, stuff. I've but. heard of QAnon. I haven't really been uh, down that rabbit hole um, because sometimes just things are just crazy. And, uh, yeah, I would <laughs> avoid it. <laughs> it's, yeah. conf- it's very A lot of people would ask, confusing. like, what do you think about the Wayfair scandal? And I'm like, to be honest, like right now, and this happened during quarantine. I was like, I it, I don't have solid evidence. I don't have solid proof. Like I've always said that. And I even asked uh, one of my trustworthy sources and she was like, listen, and that, are we allowed to say like uh, human trafficking on this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you can say whatever. Things like that. It's a, it's a real thing and it's sad and it's scary, but that's where that, that's kind of like an umbrella term. You don't know where to like say, okay, this right. is the person behind this. This is the company behind this. And if you right. were to say that, you know, who knows, Wayfair might come sue you or... <laughs> Right. The end of the day, you're ruining right, something and right. you don't know if it's true. Even though the Wayfair conspiracy is crazy, but, like, I do, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It is crazy. But, you know, I did appreciate the way you guys laid it out because I felt like so many conspiracy theories were getting like layered on top of each other that it was yeah. like, wait, is this all, all of this is related? But I felt like the way you guys laid it out was. Uh, not only like believable, but it was like breaking things down of like, we're going to leave this here for you to understand. We're going to leave this here. Here's what we know. Here's what we don't know. And I felt like specifically how it related to, to celebrities that we've seen grown up, grow up in the public eye from like Demi, Miley, Selena, Justin. I feel like those four in particular, it was so interesting to see how they could have been shaped by that or Jamie Lynn Spears, for instance, who I am now, I'm dying to know if the Nickelodeon exec is the father of her child and 
and who knows in her circle. I'm fascinated that by that. Yeah, that yeah, one's crazy. crazy. I think she said it was her friend. <laughs> she believes in the one of our sources. She believes in the um that that conspiracy actually. Like really long well, I do too now. So I guess I'm one of your sources now because I, I believe Sam. that. Because <laughs> I'm like, yep, buy it. All you have to do is post one picture. And I'm like, yep, absolutely yeah. the father. Confirmed. Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. You can't necessarily go back and confirm it. Um, you can't go back and confirm it because that was so long ago. I mean, you can't really dig deep into it. Right. It's like 10 years ago or I don't know, 12, something like that. But some some conspiracies like that, I feel like you just have to like, trust what you have. And you can't call it as a fact, just in case. But I, I do believe in that. She's the one that brought it up to me when we were discussing, um, I'm talking to my source, we were discussing Dark Halloween, and we wrote that messed up post about Miley Cyrus. You guys check that one out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one, oh, she yes, told, yes, she told Ron and I that information, I think like 2017 or maybe 2018, and we posted it 2020, 2019, because we were just so shocked after that. We just took a break from everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, because you f- I feel like it's no secret or it's like an open secret that child stars do not do well as adults, that there is something about Hollywood that messes them up. And it, it, it's been like that as old as time. But I think we're just now entering a I don't know, a place in culture that we can name it and talk about like an it. era. <laughs> yeah. Whereas before it's like, generally, is it fame? Is it money? And it's like, no, they're like actually being manipulated a, and abused. Abuse. Yeah, yeah. There's like something actually happening. Whereas I think before, like in our parents' time, it was like, oh, you know, fame, fame messes with people. Right. Um, yeah. And we even broke so it up too. into terms. Like we used to say elite Hollywood and then dark Hollywood because They'll just be asking me like, oh, is this in this Dark Hollywood? Is this like the the people who read and after they read our Dark Hollywood post, they started associating everything with Dark Hollywood. And then that's when we had to break it into two terms, because I feel like there is a lot that goes on with child stars. It might be the lack of parental figure. Uh-huh. I know like for Selena, uh, she didn't have the same faith as Miley, probably because her mom was more present throughout her Disney days. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying that. That was a really interesting post to me. I mean, I'm a parent, and I mean, I'm not looking to get my children famous, though that's all that I post on my Instagram. But it, I, thought, I thought that was just a really interesting post on parental involvement because it's something that is probably not talked about quite enough. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely too. because what we've learned um, when we open up the Dark Hollywood topic. We've actually realized that a lot of the times the child stars get into what they get into because the parents are really not there. And whether that's at castings, we haven't really spoken to this on the website, but um, we're hoping to maybe speak about it in the future. But you guys are getting the inside scoop. But <laughs> at castings, yes. yeah, at castings, nice. um, sometimes the parents are either like, you know, um, oh, there. And if they're not, that's, you know, they're easy kids are easily taken advantage of and that happens a lot and it's really really sad and i we just learned about this a while because i didn't know how common it was but kids are taking uh advantage of a casting calls for example you know if there's like older people around uh producers directors and sometimes if the parent is there and if the parent obviously will not allow you to because there are some sick parents out there and they will allow their kids be like you know just get a role like this can change our life like it's not a big deal Mm -hmm. if you do x y and z yeah wow well, and, and, you know, you have to think that probably these kids who are wanting to make it big also tend to have the personality trait of being eager to please um, and wanting acceptance and adoration. I mean, that's just part of the fame 
Well, and especially from an adult figure, like if you're coming from a background where your parents are maybe, I don't know, I don't know, there might be some links there with some, with some people, I don't know. But like, you know, if you're, if you're looking for like validation and you find it somewhere, it might be just like, okay, well, whatever to keep the validation. There's even some parents will kind of just be like, well, you're our only source of income. Like they'll 12, they'll tell their 12 year old, you're our only source of income. So then the 12 year old's like, well, I got to do whatever now. It doesn't really matter because I'm providing for the family. And sometimes at castings, if the parents are there and they're very prevalent, the people who are going to do these sick things go, all right, we, they'll, they'll give them like an audition for like 12 seconds because they're not interested anymore because they see that the parents are there. Yeah. They don't get the role. That's oh. actually a big thing. If they see that you come in with your parents and, um, I don't really, we don't know the specifics of it. Like we can't sit here and be like this producer or this Hollywood studio. Right. But something we've been told actually is that if they see that your parents are like, oh, bring in that cute child. Oh, here's a 15 second edition. I'm sorry. You're not going to make it next. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so when someone wow. got brought up in the topic, and I even wrote in our, um, in Alana and I's post, we even said, like, this is not even take away from Selena. Like, she could have went through something. I may not know about it. But from what we do know is that her mom, Mandy, she has her flaws, but she really did not leave her in the industry. So she would with, was with her at all casting calls. And I feel like when you compare that between how Miley was brought up and was kind of like thrown into this adult industry, you can really see how different mm-hmm. they turned out. And they both have their struggles, of course. But, you know, maybe, I don't know, sure. I can't say if Selena went through something like that. We personally never heard of that. And we've known, we know a lot of Selena. That's, that's a crazy, <laughs> yes, you guys do for sure. Um, that's a crazy, I don't just to process, like to think of so many people who do have like these problems now as adults, like to link. Um, do we know if like Taylor's parents have been very, Close to her too, right? You guys Alana knows more about Taylor than me. Go yeah, ahead. Taylor. <laughs> Taylor's parents have been very close to her, and I feel like with music, sometimes, like if you're going to act, you need the producer's help, you need the director's help. With music, your music can take off just based off YouTube. So I feel like for singers, okay, um, right. that need to kind of prove some. I mean, don't get me wrong, singers go through a lot, especially like um, in labels and in records and all that. But I feel like some of them get lucky where their music uh, takes off without the need. Um, of help with producers or whatever. So I feel like with Taylor, she kind of got that lucky start because her music took off because she would perform at gigs at a really young age. And Taylor's always been very, very smart. Mm -hmm. Even at a very young age, she's not going to... She's going to have her parents with her at all times. She does things like very carefully. So for some people, they'll just be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go to like a recording studio by myself. Like I'm grown and then something could happen there. But with Taylor, she takes everything slowly. Yeah. So I don't really think anything wow. happened to Taylor. And we saw when something did happen and she had that trial, she took it very seriously. So she's not she's right. definitely yeah. not the type with. to be messed with at any age. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I personally love Taylor and I know that you guys are um maybe on the fence about her and I love your I don't know if you've done that as a person about her yet but some of the ones that you've done I really love because I'm in marketing and I feel like what that sounded so (laughs) weird but from a marketing background (laughs) I really appreciate her brand because it is interesting always to look at it as you know these are real people but what America loves about them or hates about them is what their team is selling. And I feel like from day one, Taylor and her team have been geniuses at how to control her brand, maybe to a fault, but it has been so captivating to watch for me from a business side. Um, 
Taylor also kind of has that like relatable factor to her that I feel like a lot of people yeah. could um they could relate to because I know for her music, like if any of my friends are going through a hard time, they go, I don't like Taylor, but I'm putting Taylor on. <laughs> so there's something about her. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, her marketing definitely like top notch. And it's, you know, that's not a bad yeah. thing. Like when we talk about Taylor, Taylor's an interesting one because people are like, do you hate her? Do you love her? And it's just like, you know, I, I don't mind anybody. <laughs> Yeah, we do like Taylor. Yeah, right, I've been right, listening right. to the Folklore yeah. album. There's a lot to Taylor that is also real. It's a oh, good album. Too. Especially for the fall. Lucy vibes. Great album. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> um, yeah. The thing about Taylor, too, is that I know like she has this um, image of being kind of like fake and petty, but there's a lot about Taylor that she puts out that is actually true. And she's very, she can be super sweet. Like I've heard stories about Taylor and how she treats her um, crew members and like the people that work for her career in like amazing ways. So I feel like in a way, the way she kind of like puts herself out there, there's something about it because it's true. It's not like a fake act. Yeah. Right. It's not like an Ellen DeGeneres yeah. like. Oh, Ellen. Belgium. <laughs> Uh, Ellen, let me tell you, I had to, in January, I was, was it January yes, or February? It, it I was, was telling you, I've been messaging Caroline. I'm like, the girls need to come out. I, I know they're about to know. They're going to tell me something about Ellen. Tell me all of it. Release all the information. <laughs> and like the second you guys put out that post, we were like voraciously texting each other. Like, it's there. I was Dead so eyes. Dead eager eyes. to read that. Ellen. I always was uncomfortable watching Ellen's interviews because she always looked like she was annoyed by the guest. And so I turned my favorite interviewer was Jimmy Fallon. And when she started getting like yes, kind agreed. of exposed for all these things, I'd be like, no, it make because then people would ask me in the comments and all that. And I said, no, it makes sense because she kind of always looks dead in the eyes. And I felt uncomfortable for her guests. Yeah. So when all that came out, I said, wow, there really there is a reason for everything. Yeah. Your instinct. I pe- yeah. A lot of people ask us on um, an ask or whatever. They go like. I, maybe you don't know information like that. Sometimes I'm not shy to say I don't know what you're talking about. So I don't want to spread false info. So I don't know what, I don't know information on this. So they're like, okay, what do you feel? I'm like, well, in my opinion, yeah, right. in my experience, <laughs> most, often, like most oftentimes it's going to be true because I guess knowing how the industry works and just hearing like little stories about celebrities, your instinct works. And Alana's always disliked Ellen. And when that scandal happened, yeah, Alana's always, I don't really like Ellen. And I always thought Ellen was, um, I will, I only watched Ellen, like if I, it was in my circle of celebrities. And I always felt like she didn't like Demi Lovato for some right. reason. <laughs> like she was just like, Demi would make jokes because Demi's a little bit of a, like a clown sometimes. So I'll just be cracking up. And all then De- Ellen would just stare at her dead in the eye. And I'm like, yeah. is she not like her? <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That's wild. Well, um, so... <laughs> My first thing that I like to break the ice with people when I introduce them to you is they're the ones who taught me that Selena Gomez is a raging (laughs) drug addict. That's like all I lead with and people never believe me. So I think as much as like marketing works with Taylor, like how much does it help Selena that she has like such an angel face? (laughs) And I say that because we have Disney Plus now. So my kids are two, three and five. So we stream a lot of stuff and we they are always trying to make us watch Disney is always trying to make us watch Wizards of Waverly Place. And I'm like, I feel like I can never introduce you to the show because you will fall in love with Selena and you're not allowed to because she's no, totally. she is the art of seduction. Like she's yeah. she does it so well that I, I even applaud her. Like I'll literally I'll literally be talking on asks and whatever and I go, I just God, she's such a queen. She's so evil. Everyone's like, you hate Selena. It's just like Selena, I don't hate I mean 
I don't hate so I don't really hate Selena. I don't hate celebrities. Maybe the way we talk about celebrities can come off a little harsh, but you can really learn a lot from them. But Selena's uh, her marketing and her image that I can write a book just to start it up. They don't. Oh my gosh! I wish she would. We might <laughs> Please at this write point a book. because Selena. She's so interesting, and even now, people are like, "You think Selena's irrelevant?" I'm like, "No, she's not irrelevant, and she's really made um, a voice for herself." Just kind of like maybe she's not that mm-hmm. known for her her singing voice, but it's her personality. And Alana put it best. She goes like, Selena's not just a celebrity. She is a social media star. So that's why she's big on social media and mm. in the traditional celebrity world. And in order to get to the, the get to the place where she is in her career without not even to like take away from her career without having like, I don't know, the voice or the presence. She's mainly known for like her drama. Of course, her hits, her pop hits. She has a lot of good hits. Um, but it's kind of just like the hold that she has on people. And that has to do with the way she presents herself right. in interviews. I watch sometimes I watch her in interviews and I'm like, girl, you almost got me fooled. You can learn from her. <laughs> and she's just incredible, honestly, to talk about and in like that way. You know, it's funny. I don't think that she's a great actress. Yeah. Well, okay, we made the mistake and we watched oh, Spring Breakers like right when it came. Yeah, it, I cannot shake that movie in like the worst way possible. I hated it. Um, but she's not a very good actress, but it feels like everything that she she is an excellent actress because of all of that energy and talent goes to what she portrays to the public because she's a bigger celebrity, I feel like, than her career attributes would lead you mm-hmm, to believe yeah. that she, she was. definitely. On screen, she's not a great actress, but I feel like off screen, like when she's doing interviews or just talking to people, she feels her most, I don't know, captivating. Because on screen, I see her acting and I go, this ain't it. Yeah, yeah. In interviews, (laughs) it's not a movie that she's playing. It's not a character she's playing. That's just her, which is why she's so good at like captivating you because that's just her personality. She knows how to do it. She knows how to seduce whoever. And it's not even like seduce sexually. Like she just knows how to be interesting. And it lures you to her. And I feel like her career, like what she's achieved in her career is great and all, but to the amount of fame she has, it definitely helps because people kind of view her the way they view social media stars. She's so big on the internet, but then when you compare her sales, she doesn't come close. So I feel like that's where her team's kind of aiming her fame right now. Yeah. Oh, that is so interesting. Um, Okay, so one of the things, and Hannah, you can interrupt me if you want, but one of the things we've been talking about most recently, and I feel like the questions that our listeners sent in were all about PR contracts. We are so fascinated by contracted couples. Yes, (laughs) yeah. Oh man, it's ours too, so that's great. Yes. <laughs> I'm always asking Caroline, I'm like, have they talked about, are these guys a PR couple? What have they said? What have the girls said? One of our <laughs> listeners just sent in like a whole list of couples. It was oh, like, these, you should these, just read these. them out. Read them out and see what okay. they say. Okay. Hang on. I, I, well, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll throw you a softball. Sean and Camila. <laughs> okay. Um, Gigi Ooh, and Zane. Started off as PR then had developed this weird relationship to each other and now they're technically together they're together for real but they're both a mess but they're right now not pr yeah, they okay. did start off pr though okay got it that's um, a perfect pr pairing they're yeah. fantastic yeah, looking, totally looking good true. together yeah sean and camila is a terrible pr to me because it is so obvious right? that they do not like each other <laughs> like 
I can't. I'm like, who, how somebody overextended that contract? It oh, should have never gotten renewed. I told you, I, I, um, I was like, they're aiming for a breakup, and they did end up breaking up. But it was kind of like a uh, somebody called it like forgot what somebody on Twitter said. But it was like kind of like a breakup that was low key. And I was talking about it with one of my friends, and they were like, "Yeah, this is kind of testing the waters. Should we continue with the breakup, or should we like, yeah?" So oh, PR couples they do that a lot, test the waters. Ah, interesting. Well, and I feel like I wonder how much COVID interfered with that because it's also like, well, what else are you going to do? Like, what else is going to yeah, make news for you right now? That's Nobody's the reason Sean and Camilla would take those funny walks and like. Yeah, oh that gave me <laughs> life. Said you're yeah. gonna go out and then you're gonna dress this way because they want headlines. So you're gonna dress this way. You're gonna act this way. Like I, I remember they're like holding mugs of coffee and like spilling them out. And there's literally paid paparazzi <laughs> waiting for them at the end of the block. And that's just what they were doing for a while. Oh that's my gosh! I wish that were my job. I was just saying, imagine being paid for that. Like I would. Someone thrive. literally said <laughs> quarantine. I think it was one of my friends I talked to um, on Exposing SMG. They they said that quarantine is really showing us which couples are the most thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, wait. Wait. Can I ask a one yeah. question? Who's yeah. the couple? What's her name? Um, that's exactly what I asked about Anna Diarmas and Ben Affleck. Remember Caroline? I brought. Oh them yeah, up. yeah. So yeah. She's like everywhere. I think yeah I don't really know their their deal because I haven't really researched about them or really asked but one of my readers was telling me like they're definitely PR they're just like Sean and Camilla and they linked me to an article I was like yeah they seem a little off yeah so I they could mm-hmm. be I'm not that one I'm not sure really? about yeah Based on my reading of your site as a <laughs> non-professional to me it seemed <laughs> to me it seems off <laughs> Yeah, also all finds point too. Okay. Um this one I don't know if they are in your sphere to evaluate, but Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Oh. They seem like they, they're in love. They I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know anything about them. They've been together for so long. Yeah, if that's a contract, not. they might not be because mu- they'll usually have like little antics they're supposed to perform if they're a pure contract. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I haven't heard Oh, yeah. right, right. Oh, yeah. That's, and they're like low key. But do you feel like, okay, how about Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani? I think they're real. Yeah, I think they're oh, good real. question. Because they just got engaged and, you know, they're like on tabloid covers all the time, like about to get married, having True. babies, and they just got engaged. But I'm also wondering if any of these couples are real. Are there also like real, but there are some business yes, obligations yes. like that you will support each other in these ways or you will have this many kids, even if you're that's a, a good real way couple. to put it. I think that could be the case for them um, because what most people don't understand, like they have a hard time uh, getting it, is that sometimes you'll have a couple who's real and then there's going to be certain obligations. And the best example of this is the Kardashians. Um, the, well, besides yes. Kendall, besides yes, dig in. <laughs> Oh, I was about to ask about Kendall too. So go ahead, yeah, tell me about the Kardashians. They Dish are the it. embodiment of really making so, like going on social media and making money off their personality, and yeah. just the way they are. Yes. So a lot of the times, their relationships they're real, um, and and you'll see it on the show too. But it's it's going to be like, well, if we have this fight or anything like that, they'll um, they're going to make their life more dramatic than it is, and that could be the part where it's fake. Whether yeah. that's on the show or in real life. 
That sounds right. like this podcast, actually. <laughs> and sometimes it can be a real couple, and then the the two partners are thirsty for more attention. So they'll be real, but they'll do some stuff. So with uh, Gwen Stefani and, and Blake, I feel like um, magazine covers about to get married. Blah, 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 that's them agreeing for their team to publish stuff like that because they want the attention. They could be real, but some couples just want attention on them, even if they are real. Oh my gosh. Okay. So back up. So if a couple like ends up or somebody, a celebrity ends up blasting like in touch or us weekly for putting something on the cover about them. And then that celebrity is all like, OMG, why would you write this? This isn't even true. It's never like out of left field. Story about that one. (laughs) Okay. So when it comes to tabloids, and I knew this a little bit, but I've spoken to, have you guys heard of uh, Shannon Lester? Yeah. Um, yes, I have. She she's on not. YouTube, but she used to work. Um, I don't know. She used to work at Star Magazine, and she followed us on Instagram. We became good friends. Um, a lot of people compared us together because we both talked about Selena. We had the same stance about her, so that's kind of how we found each other. Um, everyone's hating on both of us. <laughs> look at look at Selena <laughs> bringing people together. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, um, one of the things I always knew is that um that the tabloids always work with the celebrities. For example, TMZ is always working with the celebrities, but that does not mean that they won't blackmail you. And a perfect example of that is TMZ oh. is like beholder of all knowledge. <laughs> so yeah. a perfect example of that is that they had this, when Justin got exposed for um, saying the N word, that video they had for a very, very long time. And they only chose what? to release it. If I'm remembering correctly, I don't think I've ever spoken about this on the website. But if I remember correctly, my source did tell me they had it for a very long time. But they only chose to release it when he released his R&B influenced music uh, album journals. Kind of oh like my gosh, that's that amazing! Audience. So there, so that's like one example. But another example is when celebrities um, like lash out on certain news source. They're always in contact with them, but obviously the news source are not innocent in this. So an example that Shallon told me is that I think she was working for one of the magazines that she worked for. They called their um, they called Selena's team and they were like, hey, listen, we're going to publish a story about Selena being in rehab for heroin addiction. And then they were like, well, how do you know she's in her, uh, rehab for heroin addiction? And then Shallon was like, we were totally bluffing. <laughs> It was rude. Oh, and then, like, and then so then Shallon's website, I mean, her magazine, whoever, whoever, whoever's the source that called Selena, uh, Selena's publicist, they were like, okay, fine, we won't reveal that um, she was in rehab for heroin. However, we'll say that she was in there for alcohol, um, being an alcoholic. And you guys oh just, uh, you gosh. guys just deny it, and there won't be a lawsuit involved. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, that makes so much sense because from what we know, the celebrities are always yes. in contact with the media because who else is who else are all these sources? They're publicists, and in rare cases, they're yeah. in a circle. Um, and I was like, wow, that yeah, that blows me away. And is so a lot of celebrities genius. will call. Blu- I mean, a lot of the the media will call bluffing. And then if you confirm to anything, wow. jokes on you. Sometimes they'll actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. But if they don't and are kind of like, they know the celebrity, they know that doing drugs is not something out of their character. They'll kind of be like, well, we know they're doing heroin. And based on the team's response, they'll be like, yep, we were right. And then the team will be like, yeah, the team wow, will go, okay, well, instead of heroin, say it's alcohol, something a little less. Yeah. And then we'll just yeah, yeah, like we'll, yeah. We'll sell it a different way. Okay, does it work this way? I feel like I've either dreamt this in some kind of fever dream or seen it on a movie. I don't know. But if like, okay, let's say for instance, I'm not saying this is a case, but if like a client of Scooter Braun 
was about to get um, blown up for something, if he would be like, actually, instead of writing about that, let me sell you the story about another one of my clients to try to like trade the coverage to protect one. Does that ever happen or am I making that up? That's actually, that probably has happened. And Justin's, um, in his crazy bizzle phase, that's when he, that's what he called himself drugs all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like that did happen a lot in 2013, 2014, which is interesting because the media was against Justin and Scooter didn't really do much about it. I don't know if it was Scooter specifically, but I feel like this has happened. I don't know. It could happen to managers who have clients that are not all at the same popular level. So they would rather sell out the less popular right. than their most desired one. Yeah. Um, Scooter, since he has clients, I'm Scooter, I know people like have weird feelings about him, but he kind of has morals. So I don't know if he sells out other clients because he has, you know, he has Justin, he has Ariane, he has Demi, and then he has the lesser known, Dan and Shay, and then whatever else Tori he has. Kelly. <laughs> Tori Kelly. But I don't think yeah, he's yeah, ever yeah. sold Oh, maybe they haven't done anything for him to sell them out, but that definitely can happen to other managers. Cause I know Demi used to be her old manager would definitely like not care too much about her because he was in favor for the Jonas Brothers. Oh, I just Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's great. Oh, speaking of Jonas Brothers, Priyanka oh, and Nick. Yeah. <laughs> At least Okay, so this is okay, this brings me to my question about PR. When they mm-hmm. I mean they're married. So how do these contracts get written out? Like, are they contracted to have children? Like, to what degree do these contracts, are they written? Like, you do have sex. You don't have sex. Like, you're right. obligated to kids. Yeah, I don't that understand one, that. So Nick and Priyanka, they're interesting. Um, I don't really know the details of them, which is why we haven't wrote about them yet, because I've spoken to about three different sources about them. And one source did tell me originally that they were PR. And, and then another source told me that... The thing about PR couples, what's written is that they have to sell it to the family. They have to sell it to the friends. And it depends on what they agree to. They agree, like, is mom and dad going to be in on this? Is my best friend from my hometown going to be in on this? It depends on what they agree to. So different sources will say, like, oh, they acted, like, very weird, which is what the second source did tell me. They were like, yeah, um, I know somebody that was, I don't know, at this event with them. And they were just kind of, like, in their own circle. So it definitely depends on that. And in terms of kids and in terms of all, that's all, I think... I don't know if kids is contract based, but that definitely depends. I'm not sure about that. Sometimes it is. I've heard of, I don't know what celebrity it was. The guy that was in Scientology. What's his name? Yeah. Tom Cruise. I heard that they were also, they had some weird kid situation there. Um, in terms of Priyanka and Nick, though, they did want, she wanted a kid, which is why they keep getting dogs. I don't know if you guys realized. <laughs> they have like, I'm not. And oh, Nick doesn't really want, from what I know, <laughs> that Nick doesn't really want to have kids right now. And I think he's a little hesitant at what he maybe got himself into with this whole Priyanka thing. Because Priyanka, she's not, not well liked within people, within circles. Someone I mean. told me that. She thinks yeah, that someone told thing. me that she used to be really big in Bollywood and then she did something and they all kind of banished her. So she's trying to make um, moves in Hollywood now. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that narrative as well. And I cannot remember what it was that like me but i remember when she was like getting married that a bunch of bollywood star like people were like what she's like yeah. why is she dating him she should be with someone else like there was like such like so- someone in bollywood yeah. or something like that one of my favorite quarantine celebrity moves so far has been you know at the beginning when these celebrities would post pictures of themselves <laughs> clapping by themselves at their yes. like houses 
I don't know why Priyanka's was so awkward of her. Of her like standing at her balcony clapping. I think it went on for so long. It was just like this is so hard it to watch. <laughs> it was yeah, it was a weird rhythm. rhythm. And Priyanka in, in general, like I see her on the red carpet with Nick, and I can see her, she's trying to really sell the relationship. And I'm like, like they'll be just be like standing there, and she'll burst out cracking up. And it's just like Nick didn't say anything. <laughs> so when they see the photos, it's like oh, he whispered a joke in her ear. Yeah, and it's just like nothing happened. Right. <laughs> Oh, bizarre. So when people, oh, sorry, one more question Mm -hmm. about like their marriage and like in general. So like, you know, you have Sean and Camilla who are dating. If people get married and it's a PR relationship, like Nick and Priyanka, are they, are they legally married? Are they doing like, um, who is it that Miley was like pretend or maybe real dating for five minutes after she (laughs) broke up with Liam? Oh, no, no. no. Cody Simpson. Uh, no, 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 no. The girl. She was dating oh, Caitlin girl. Carter. Caitlin yes. Carter. And then it came out that like Caitlin Carter and Brody Jenner were not really married. Like legally, they were just like, we're doing a ceremony and we'll do oh, it later. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Theroux were never legally married either. Yes, yes, yes. So is that like the deal with the these, like are Nick and Priyanka legally married or do people just, is that like only a thing that non-celebrities <laughs> do these days? <laughs> like am I an idiot for getting legally married? Yeah, I don't right. Know. Is, is marriage not cool anymore? Just tell <laughs> yeah, us. Exactly. I can have the yeah, papers no, drawn no up right now. Actually, that's a really good question. I should probably ask about that because... I feel like TMZ, for example, always gets a hold of the marriage license. I don't know how, but they do. <laughs> so if they, they have to be careful with yes, that because if they're not legally married, in terms of Nick and Priyanka, I think they are. Because I feel like from what I've heard from okay. their deal, it's going on for a while. Um, they have like four weddings, which is in the culture, to Sorry, be honest. Nick. It's in the culture. But they publicize them. Okay. Well, one of their weddings was here. So we live in Charlotte and Nick owns a restaurant. The Jonas Brothers own a restaurant here in a little town called Belmont. And so they had a wedding reception here, really? which was super <laughs> bizarre. That's funny. Yeah, that's it, a weird con- it's a weird connection. I always forget that that exists. <laughs> yeah, um but in terms of their was uh, that publicized their no, they it, kept it, it quiet. But, Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, they, but here's what was weird. So they invited media to it, which I guess isn't weird to you guys, but like we hadn't really heard about it. And then somebody who's like a pretty well known like press person here posted about it on her Insta stories that she got like her swag bag. She posted her invitation, like all after the fact. And it was like and Priyanka well. and didn't she get a picture with yeah him? with them? And it was like what is happening? But it was yeah. like a weird wedding at their restaurant for media. You know what I mean? It was so weird to sell the humble factor. The humble, yeah. yes, the humble factor. Mm-hmm. Yes, because it's like a really southern restaurant yeah. in a really small town. Yeah, it's so it was very strange. Town. And also, interestingly, it's like a town that people want to be up and coming. My sister in law just moved there and is telling me this too. So maybe the maybe like it's tourism there. board, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, the Belmont the Belmont tourism board was like, "Here's what we need to do. We need right. to get celebrities to fake marry at exactly. the restaurant they exactly. fake exactly. own. That's Put so Belmont weird. on the map. No, Nick and Priyanka. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we were talking like we had had a couple of serious episodes, I think. And I was like, I just want to like gossip and be chill in this episode. So we I'm like, I re- um, I it's not hard to know this about me. I completely mm-hmm. dislike Donald Trump. And I don't like Melania Trump at all either. But I really just wanted to gossip about their relationship because I'm like, obviously, there's some contracts in place there. 
I just want to know who has those contracts. I need to know the details of this is it, relationship. Is it, is it you? Just tell us. Yeah, when are, just tell are us, they staying married? You know. I realize this is not the, the general, like their marriage was before any of our time of being in, aware of. They celebrity. probably don't hang out with the Biebers yeah. often, but. Uh, I don't know. Like they have pictures with everyone. So who knows? Everybody. We actually, a long time ago, like 2016, yeah. I think when he first got elected, um, our brother, he was friends with, um, who was it? The family that does security for Donald Trump for the White House. And I said, what the hell? And he just came around wow. and like, oh, you know, this person, yeah, he's close to the, the Trump family. And I said, what the hell? And so, I mean, New York, that's yeah. with New York, honestly. Um, but them, they're so weird because for sure, like Donald, I don't know if anyone thinks that he's this faithful uh, guy. <laughs> he's barely president. <laughs> But definitely not. I would say probably not. Their relationship is like pure like that. No, it's strictly like I mean I don't know the details. It's for image because the American people want a husband and wife to kind of represent the country. So they kind of always have to keep up that image of like loving American family. We share American values. I doubt she even really speaks to him. She always looks so annoyed at him. Yeah. She, she does. does. She's like shaking off his. Like he she won't even face. hold his hand. It's like she's contra- she's contracted to like three seconds of a handhold, and then like yeah, like, like is maybe repulsed. She liked him twenty years ago, but his <laughs> ego and him being president has been so unbearable for her. You can just tell. You can totally tell, and I also was doing. I, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say. My stance is that she voted for <laughs> Kanye. This election. you wanted out. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering like if she has to sit. Like, I would bet that she was never able to write like a tell-all. Like, I'm sure that there was like some sort of because like anything would implicate his children. Even if he were to die, like his children will still be alive, and presumably he would at least oh, want to yeah. protect Ivanka. What they do is so. that, um, in general, from what I know, what they do is they have like non-disclosure. No, what is it called? An NDA. 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 Um, NDA. always in place, and so sometimes have also is that like oh. not everybody can come out and tell all and that doesn't really have to do with a contract that could always do with blackmail they're like oh you want to come out and say this well we're going to say that that's okay. what happens a lot so okay. because sometimes you just like you're i don't know you, you have this person in your life for example if ivanka and trump uh divorce and she wants to come out with this whole tell all he'll be like oh well i can expose this so there won't necessarily be a contract. That right. goes, you're not entitled to say anything because that's a little difficult to like kind of control. But people like, especially in that uh-huh. type of elite government, like mm-hmm. people like Trump or even like elite celebrities that have ties to the government, what they do is that they will want to know information on everybody because the more you know about someone, the more you kind of have them in check. Yeah, that's fun right. fact. Justin and Selena have that little agreement yeah. where it's like, you're not going to expose me because then I'll expose you. And it's like hardcore proof and evidence. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, makes sense. Um, I have also some theories that based on the eye color of Ivanka and Don Jr. that they have oh, a different like. father. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I buy it. I was like Googling the eye color gene <laughs> chart. <laughs> I'm like, both of them have lighter colored eyes, Donald and Ivana. So yeah. this doesn't oh, there's, always, there's always shady business, especially <laughs> Trump is a celebrity and government in general is shady. Put the two together, you're bound for some crazy right. information. <laughs> Yeah, it totally checks out. We were, I mean, we, in that episode, we went into all these others, like celebrity, I mean, um, 
first we were talking about politics and I think we veered into celebrity, but I just like, I'm like, you know, so much stuff, like all of the politicians who like end up, it's, you found out they cheated on their wives and the wives are just standing up there. I'm like, for sure. These people had like arrangements. Like I also, I would like you guys to delve into that world. (laughs) I need to know about these like relationships where like they already know, like, you know what I mean? Like, um, with Carl Lentz, like, does his, did his wife know or did she not know? Like, is this an agreement? Like, our marriage as a partnership works, do what you want, but just be discreet. Like, is the anger there about the fact that you got found out and like really these women have known and perhaps have their own thing going on? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, on the definitely side for Carl time. and his wife, it's more of like, um, we have an image to put up. And especially when you've okay. made, I mean, like to be a celebrity pastor, it's not very common. So the fact that they are a celebrity, they're not even celebrity, but they're like associated with like big names like Justin and Haley. So, yeah, so they can't really self-sabotage themselves by breaking up or having a divorce because they have to put up this image of, like, Christian values, look it up. And they need that image because Hillsong in general just wants celebrity endorsement. Do I know if uh, if his wife knows? I mean, uh, somebody told me that he's been doing this for decades, so I feel like she might have had an idea. Mm -hmm. Which is why when he wrote his essay on Instagram... That was a little boring, so I just skimmed through mm-hmm. when I was writing. When I wrote like a little update post about them the other day, um, he was like, well, "I'm going to work hard to get her trust." And like you can already tell that they're already calculative in their image because you know she got cheated on publicly and humiliated because um, the girl, the woman that he was cheating with, came out and told a whole story. He was over here on my thigh. We drank tequila. Right. Like she painted an image. You didn't need to be there, but but the way she was talking, yeah. you were. And the way that he responded yeah. to it was like, I'm going to work hard to win back their trust. And I'm going to take this time to like um, have my wife trust me again. So they didn't go right away for a divorce. And that shows that they have both. Right. They have their little connections that they need to maintain. Now, who's to say if Laura in a couple of months okay. goes and like files for divorce? But as of right now, they still want their status. And I feel like they still want an in. Maybe it's a different church. Maybe it's a brand branch out. But right now they're staying quiet to let the news um, settle down and try to maybe win the hearts back of their celebrity um, sponsors like Justin Haley, yeah. who like unfollowed them as soon as it happened. And Right. Yes. yes I was into that headline. <laughs> and like, when I mean, it Carl. I mean, Laura, his wife without Carl, like, who is she? I don't even think she has like a job besides kind of this pastor image that they're putting on. Family dynamic. So they start to think more about their careers and their personal life. And that's a big thing that also went on with the Ace family, where I don't even know, what's his name? Austin? Yeah. Austin and what's her name? Catherine? (laughs) We're forgetting everybody. (laughs) I mean, they're just kind of irrelevant, but... um, they like there's so much drama happening between uh, behind closed doors for them and she's kind of putting up this front because this is more of my brand so it's like do I want to protect my brand or do I want this happy uh, this happy little life so that's right. the same thing Carl I right. mean Carl and Laura are going to do because at the end of the, at the end of the day what does she have without him and that's how they think. It's kind of just like yeah. we're a partnership together. Our image is together, so we're going to stay together. Like Beyonce and Jay Z, also. Oh yes. Tell me immediately what you mean by that. Are they not? Are <laughs> no, they a not, PR but, couple? Um, before Beyonce revealed okay. that he cheated on her in the song, we knew that information because this is this was uh-huh. in 2016 when Alana and I were starting to write more about other celebrities, and I remember we teased it. But then her fans went in, and we're not scared of fandoms. Like we get hate on every three seconds. Um. So, but the way her fans okay. reacted, I was like, yeah, I don't want to deal with the the hype. 
when it comes to so it's like right, you guys don't right, know right. anything and we were going to reveal that he was cheating on her this is before anyone knew anything maybe like 2015 i don't remember when i said this and then it came out on a song and i said damn it i should have just I said it. yes oh, yes you should have it's just like the johnny so depp and amber heard story oh, i yeah. knew for years that she was messing with him and i was just like i'm not gonna dive into that because this is 2013 2014 my topics were just <laughs> and then when right. she came out and then like she like exposed them for something and then we came out saying no 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 y'all got this twisted and then yeah. later a few years later yeah, it ended up being yeah. her that was planning all this plotting all this and i was like damn i knew this since 2013 yeah you've said that re- didn't you say that recently too Where, didn't you release um audio was that yeah, you guys oh, oh i posted on my instagram I it was yes, audio. yeah i took it from youtube i posted on my instagram about her yeah her admitting that she okay. gets him and all that crazy Okay, I didn't know if you posted it. Or I didn't know if you released it or got it from somewhere else. But that was yeah. crazy audio. Yeah, I have been fascinated by that trial. I hate that he lost um, it because, you know, I, I saw that he just had to bow out of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them um, because the studio asked him to. And I'm like, this is a mess. This is a mess for him. And I'm not saying that he was an innocent party either, but I think she got what totally. she wanted out of that. That was messed up. I, I just reached out to a friend that was covering it. I DM'd her, I think, two days ago, um, and I was like, what happened? I, I just found out Johnny lost the case. Like, I thought there was, like, hardcore proof against Amber, but it's just a mess. Right. I'm going to look into that, maybe post something about it, but that was so messy. But, you know, I don't think anybody in this culture that we're in wants to rule against a woman saying she's been abused. It just would be a bad look right now, and I think that that had to affect yeah, factored in somehow for sure. especially with the age that we're in right now and like popular topics um and things that that it's more um socially acceptable to talk about than it was maybe 10 years ago five six years ago yeah. so definitely the media or industries they really look out for that because this they can deter this can deter for example uh female celebrities that that want to work with the studio and this exactly that the way they stood with amber and especially with everything goes on in hollywood and all the dark hollywood stuff this can deter future clients and all that. Yeah, because this reminds me of the O.J. Simpson case where they kind of used his image as this guy being targeted by the police. To, uh, like all the facts didn't make, didn't hold any value in the courtroom because the only thing that held value was this image of poor O.J. Simpson. You know, he's black and the police are targeting him. The person who did this was a racist cop. And that's how he won his case, all because of his image of being this victim. And because uh, Los Angeles had a lot of police brutality issues during the O.J. Simpson trial, they kind of didn't want to vote against a celebrity that might have been um, victimized by police. So I feel like for Amber, they kind of don't want to take away from a woman's word if she's saying she's being abused. Right. Uh, it's so fascinating. <laughs> it's just all of it. It's so fascinating. Um, I could probably talk to you guys for another three hours. And if you yes. would ever be interested in coming on again, we would love to have you again. 100%. Um, but we want to respect your time today. But we have, I mean, truly, I think we each probably have three more pages of questions oh. to ask you another time. <laughs> well, <definitely. laughs> so since, yes. since we're best friends now and sources, we will absolutely be reaching out to see when you want to reach, reach out and we'd <laughs> yes. be happy to come back on the show. This was so fun. This was like surface level information. Yeah. Just- just get us home. Oh my ah, God. Oh my God. Knows That's torture. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Okay. Next well, next time, time we record at night with some glasses of wine. That's exactly. Oh my gosh, you just read my mind. I was like, next <laughs> yes. time we'll have two glasses before we record, and then right. another glass while we record. So exactly. this will be really good. Um, well, thank you both so much for coming on. Um, yeah, I do have so much more to talk about, but we'll do that. Yes. We'll find yes, a part sure. two. Sure. And thank you to everyone yes. that listened. It was our first um, time speaking. Is- <laughs> yeah. It went great. Um, I'm, I, I think it went great. I'm super pumped. And if you're not already, um, find these guys at exposing smg.com and that's your Instagram handle uh, as well. Exposing that exact thing, blog. Right? No underscore yeah. <laughs> blog. Okay. Um, and if you're not, you can just go to the ones we're following. If that's harder for you, if that's easier for you, you will find them at the top. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you guys so much. All right. Well, we will see you next time. And if you haven't already, rate, review, and subscribe. We'd really, really appreciate it. Um, And thanks again to Alana and Angela of Exposing SMG. Thank you. (laughs) 